As we discussed yesterday, if there are three people that are mezamen, you say, Nevar Shachan Shaloi. If you have four people, then the fourth person can tell the three, Baruch Shachan Shaloi. You make the bracha. The Gemara today tells us it's preferable if everybody says the same thing and the fourth person doesn't remove himself from the group and they all say, Nevar Shachan Shaloi. Gemara proves it from the Mishnah later on on today's daf. Three people that are eating, it's awesome for them to split up. That ruins the zimun. But if you have six people, you could break it into two groups of three. The question is, by breaking it into two groups of three, you no longer could say, Baruch was Hashem, Baruch Shachalu. You have to say, Nevar Shachalu. You see from here that Nevar Shachalu is better than Baruch Shachalu Mishalai. The Gemara tells us that from the way a person says benching, you can see whether or not he's a Tamtachachim or Namaritz. Now don't forget, in those days, it was also for them to say from a Siddur, they had to say it by heart. Different people said it different ways. Atam al-Chacham, the Gemara says, will say, Uvetuvai, and from his goodness, but not mituvai with a mem, because mem means you lessen what Akash Baruch is giving us. It's only partial, the partial goodness of Akash Baruch. What about the fact that we say, It's with a mem, from your bracha you give us. The answer is, that's when it comes to tefillah, when you ask Akash Baruch for something, don't ask a lot, ask for the minimum. What about the fact that we say, Harchev Pichov Amaleo, because says, Open up your mouth, dive into me for anything, and I'll give it to you? That's referring to Tyre. When it comes to Tyre, you can ask for a lot. The Gemara continues, Atam Chacham says, Uvetuvoy Chayinu, our life. Amar says, Chayim, your life. Atam Chacham says, Nevarch Shachalnu, Mishaloi. And not like an Amar who says, Lemi Shachalnu Mishaloi, referring to the host that fed him. But we say on Pesach, in the Haggadah, In the Haggadah, it's obvious that we're talking to Rabbi Nishlev. Tamil says, Baruch Shachalim Mishaloi. And Amar says, Almost making a bracha on the food, rather than Kosh Baruch But when it's ten people, you're allowed to say Alamazin, because everybody understands that you're talking to Kosh Baruch because he just mentioned his name. Yesterday we described the Rabbi Yaisi learns from the word Vimakhelois that it depends how many people are being examined. A hundred people say this thing, a thousand people say that. Rabbi Kiva says they're all the same. Everybody says, Nevarsh Alikainu Shachalim Mishaloi. So, what does Rabbi Kiva do with the word Vimakhelois? He learns that even the babies in the mother's stomach said Shira by Kriyas Yamso. And Rabbi Yaisi says, You're right. But I learned that from the word Mikar. Rav Chama was in the Reish Golis' house and he tried to find a hundred people. Finally, he get to say, the special zima for a hundred people, and they told him, wait, Rava said that Allah is like a Rekiva, that doesn't matter a hundred or ten, you only say, says Rava in the Rosh Belsa's house, we used to, there's a lot of people there, but when it came to benching, we'd split up and make small groups of three-three, because the Rosh Belsa was very mocked, if we made Chaburas, different groups, three-three, we could get away with it. Why not listen to the Rosh Belsa zima? Because it was so loud there, it was hard to concentrate. Three people that were eating, and one of them benched on his own, the two that didn't bench, they could force the third one to be starved in Zimon, but he is not Yoitza in Zimon. The Gemara tells us the Raphim Bar Papa got up in Shul one day and he said, Baruch Hashem, and he never finished off the word HaMevairach, which is Machlag, you say Mevairach not, and the congregation, they answered, Baruch Hashem HaMevairach Leilam And Rav said, Pasya Ukma, you're like a black cloth, like a Tamachacham that doesn't change his clothing, dirty clothing. Why are you getting involved in a machlaikis? When the halacha is like Rabbi Shmuel, that you don't say Hamavayrach, you say Hamavayrach, and everybody agrees that Hamavayrach is better, why are you getting yourself involved? 
Says the Mishnah, that if there are two groups in a house, and some of the group sees the other group, then the Mitzvah has one, they can do one Zimun. Another halacha, if you have a cup of wine that's not diluted, in those days the wine was very strong, you had to dilute it with water, you don't make Bari Gafen. The Gemara tells us, what's the Chiddush in our Mishnah, that three are Mizamu, we already discussed this, the number of Tirutzim. One shot is, that even if they just sat down, the, the three, and they never ate anything, they didn't, fin- they didn't eat a Kazais, they didn't eat at all, they cannot get up, it's considered that the Kaveh and they can't get up and split. Or, they all were eating, but they were eating from their own bread. Nevertheless, they can't get up and leave. Or the pshat is, you had nine people, three groups of three, and one person from each group went to the center and they made a new group. That new group cannot separate. And Rav says that's only if the original groups didn't do zimun for them, but once the original groups do zimun, their chiyob of zimun disappears, dissipates, and they can no longer be mizamin. And he brings a raya from a bed. There's a bed that was tummy, and somebody stole half the bed, the rest of the bed becomes tar. And even though you found the, the part that was stolen, you reattached it, the tumah never comes back. And so too over here, once the original group says, Zimun for you, that chiyuv makes the, the, the Zimun, your Zimun dissipate, and that chiyuv never comes back. If there are two groups, far from each other, but there's a waiter in between, that waiter is in the of the two groups, and they could do Zimun together. When we're discussing wine that wasn't diluted, what bracha do you make on that kind of wine? Machlaikis. According to your Lezer, you make boypriates. And you can wash your hands with it. Chacham say no. Regardless if it's diluted or not, you make boypriagavan. What can you do with wine that's not diluted? You can make medicine out of it. And you should not wash your hands with it because that's disrespectful to the food. Chacham admit that when it comes to Akash bracha, you make a special kiddush or zimon on a cup of wine, that wine should be diluted because it's a mitzvah and a mukhar, we know it's better wine, and for a mitzvah, you take the best they can take. There's four halachas that are said by bread. You should not throw bread. You shouldn't make the bread disgusting to a point where you can't eat it, such as putting raw meat on it, or bringing a cup of wine over it, the wine might drip on the bread, and you won't be able to eat it, or leaning a dish on the bread, because if the dish spills on your bread, you won't eat it. Marzutra threw fruit because he held that this halacha of not throwing bread is only by bread and not by fruit and only by food that if it falls on the floor you won't eat it, it will be disgusting, you won't eat it. The Gemara tells us though that by wedding you're allowed to pour wine into different pipes as long as it doesn't get destroyed. That's not considered busy oichlem. You're allowed to throw nuts at the chasen and kala as long as they're not destroyed and they don't become disgusting. And finally, if you're eating food and you realize you didn't make a bracha, what do you do? Well, it depends. If you're drinking, then you just swallow the drink. If you're eating food that is disgusting to take out of your mouth, so you put it to the side of your mouth and you make a bracha. But if you take it out of your mouth without it being disgusting, take it out of your mouth and make the bracha and have a wonderful day.